106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Saturday, everybody. Saturday before Thanksgiving. Myself, Charlie, and Larry Unger answering phones. And Jeff from, Jeff Corwin, I should say, from JC's British and 4x4 with us today as well. So lines are open, 303-477-5600. The question of the day is, what is your favorite road trip music? Favorite road trip music? Question of the day. Bernard, though, is up first today. Bernard, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. My favorite road trip music is Carmen Barina by Carl Off. I'll have to listen. It's opera. It's one of the few operas that are done in Latin. Ah, okay. Okay. I'll listen. My question. Yes, go ahead. Which stars you guys are recommending as EMP safe? Um, And you know what? There's a lot of... I don't want to say misinformation, but there's a lot of disagreement, maybe is the best way for me to say that, when it comes to what is EMP-proof and what is not. A lot of manufacturers and even folks in the EMP end of things will tell you that a lot of the late model vehicles, because the way they're shielded uh, with the computers that are in them now and so on, are you know somewhat EMP-proof. Although, I, I don't know that I would rely on that, uh, Bernard. In fact... For me, personally, if you're really looking at something that's going to be ultimately EMP-proof, in my opinion, the best thing to do would be, to, you know, if you're looking for that doomsday vehicle, you've got to find an older non-electronic diesel vehicle. It's just got a regular manual pump, diesel fuel. And the reason I say that is if you look down the road at, you know, I know we're talking doomsday here, but total doomsday scenario, you could theoretically make your own diesel fuel if you had to, and still have a vehicle to drive around in. That's why I'm saying that the uh, a, you know a non-electronic diesel. So in other words, a manual injection pump diesel vehicle would be my choice. Uh huh. Excellent. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. So in in this day and age, though, we got to go back a ways because most everything diesel wise from 2000 and up, and in fact, even some of the late. 90s has electronic injection pumps on them so you really need to get all the way back into the mid 90s and below on diesel vehicles to find one with a total total manual injection pump am i right about on that jeff roughly so um i mean now even some of the old rovers for example some of the old diesel rovers with manual injection pumps you'll you'll find some some rest of world vehicles that are probably a little bit newer and still on a mechanical system so if you're looking at like importing vehicles that kind of thing absolutely um, which is, I think, a big of uh, interest in the in importing the Land Rovers is is that kind of system. People want a simple vehicle because you can't go out and buy a simple vehicle anymore. Right, uh, right. But yeah, that to me, but I mean, otherwise, Bernard, you got to get all the way back and find you know vehicles that would have a points or even a very 
uh, a very uh, a minor module like the old GMHEIs where you could keep a second secondary module in a you know Faraday box where you'd have another module to slip in if need be you know those types of things would work as well but now you got to have gasoline to run it and, and as we you know get into that type of a scenario if that were to happen you're going to run out of gasoline in a very short amount of time and what you have on site storage wise you could maybe get a year out of gasoline if you store it correctly but not any kind of quantity so you're really going to be limited on a vehicle that way where a diesel vehicle you could make your own fuel Copy. Okay. Does that help? Anybody in the, anybody in the studio read one second after? I did, yes. <laughs> yes. So, what, the two cars that were... I've actually gone... Or... I've read... I've actually been through all three of those books. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, is, a li- is some of it maybe, you know, far-fetched on what would happen? I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's the issue, Bernard, is that a lot of folks don't really even know what would work and what wouldn't work after an EMP. I don't know that the book is that far off in its analogy of what would happen. I mean, medications are going to run out because you're not going to be building, you know, you're you're not going to have production of pharmaceuticals because all your big plants are all run electronically. They're going to get shut down. I mean, there's a lot of things in that are very eye-opening. So if any of you out there listening would like to maybe have a little more insight on what would happen to us in the United States of America or the world for that matter, if there were some sort of an EMP attack, yeah, it, it's it's a worth a read, Bernard. Really is. Oh yeah, it's okay. eye opener. I mean, it really is. I mean, it, it makes you realize that some of the things even you and I are talking about right now, you know, they could actually happen. And if they did, uh, you know, if they did, Bernard, uh, I think in that book, you, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but population of the U.S. went from you know, uh, you know, 330 million down to a few million overnight because most people passed away within three months. After an right. uh, attack. Because they couldn't survive. They didn't have food. They didn't know any survival skills. You know, they didn't have any any ability. You know, looting, rioting, all those different things happened. And, yeah, about uh, uh, the population of the United States, I th- if I'm not mistaken in the book, Bernard, correct me, but it went down into the low tens of millions for the country, not 350 million like it is now. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it really, and it just became pockets of people living off of the land and, you know, you got to think about food supply and how long do things last and the medical side of the fence and so on. Cleanliness, you know, water's not running any longer. You know, you're not able to take a shower like you once were. I mean, all sorts of things, Bernard, that nobody thinks about in that scenario. And the fact of the matter is the people that are thinking about it now will be the ones that survive. The ones that aren't won't. Ten four. Yeah, well said. Well done. Good good. Good question, Bernard. Thanks. Have a great Thanksgiving, by the way. Thanks so much for the question. I do appreciate that. And yeah, folks, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not a doomsdayer by any means. I'm not a prepper by any means. But am I prepped as far as, you know, having enough things where if something were to happen, you could survive even long enough to figure out what is your next move? Yeah, I have all of that ready to go and have that ability as an individual. And I would say that, you know, all of us out there should be able to do that for any number of things that would come along. You know, we don't live in hurricane world, but we have tornadoes. We have big snowstorms. We can have floods. I mean, there's things that could happen, you know, just even civil unrest. Could you make it, you know, on your own with no outside help for a month, let's say? I mean, could you stay in your house for a month and not leave it and survive with food, water, and all the rest of the things? That's a big question. Yep. And the answer for most is they can't make it two days. We see that with the runs on the grocery stores, even when, you know, COVID or what we're going through now hits. So, George in Denver, you're next. Yes. um, 
I was wondering, I just got a um, 2010 Lexus um, 350 um, GS, and in the manual, it states that I have to use uh, 91 octane for premium gas. And I had heard you say one time before that you, you may not need to do that in, in Colorado's atmosphere. But we, so yeah, we're, we're two notches lower. So if it says, for example, George, if a car says, hey, you need to run 93, we can run 91. If it says 91, you can run 87 here or 88. I mean, you just just okay. notch it down a couple of notches here in Colorado is where we are. So it says 89, you can run 87 and so on. Okay, thank you very much. My, um, my favorite music on the road is uh, anything by Bob Seger. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't disagree with you there. By the way... George, you bought you bought probably one of my favorite sedans on the planet. I really love that car you bought. That's a great car. Well, let me let me throw a wrinkle in you just to tell you that the car was a salvage car. Really? I, I got a, I got a good price for it, and I and I'm having trouble finding it. The one thing they didn't put on the car after they rebuilt it, the car is beautiful, but what what they didn't put on was the plate that goes under the engine, the um, the splash oh, plate, the underguard. Yep. Yes, sir. And I need to find out. And I, when I go online, they, they they keep saying rear wheel, but I have an all wheel, not not a rear. Yeah, you wheel. haven't. Yeah, you haven't. All, yeah, but they make those in an all wheel drive, and that would make that panel underneath uh, different. It, it really. Uh, have you checked, by the way? Um, there's the one website that you can go to called car part dot com. Have you been there to look for that part? No, I haven't. No. Go, try that and see if they've got one, George. They they look, you know, it's a very interesting story lately, by the way, just a side note, in Forbes magazine about car part. It's car-part.com. Mm -hmm. A yeah. great article about how a guy basically took an idea. He and his son took an idea of how to re reinvent the used auto part world. They did. They have made a gazillion dollars doing it, but now are able to service everybody across the country with hard-to-find used parts, i.e. what you're looking for. That's a great resource. We've used it a it's couple It's perfect. Times. It's great. It works, George. It really does. Okay, I just, just wrote that down. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, you. George. I appreciate the phone call, and have a great Thanksgiving. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you to call in. Jerry and Greeley, hang tight. Bill and Boulder also. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change. All without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important. 
your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K-9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. All right, that is uh, that music, by the way, is honor of Wayne, who called in during Fix-It Radio. Highway to Hell was his road trip music. That's the question of the day. What is your favorite road trip music? Kurt Rogers just joining us now. We'll talk to him in a moment as well. we got a line open, 303-477-5600. But how is Kurt today? Kurt's doing just fine. And when I was driving over, I heard that, and I said, mine is just classic rock and just roll. Classic rock and roll? You're good? Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, I'm okay. good. Leave me alone. And off you go. <laughs> I'm just, set that thing, set that California cruise, and off Florida, you go. I'm in. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, Jerry and Greeley, you're next. What's going on, Jerry? Um, over the years, I've had to plug quite a few punctures and tires, and um, from time to time, I'll, I'll pick up a nail uh, that's so small that I'd have to drill out the, um, the mm -hmm. hole, mm -hmm. make it, <clears throat> enlarge it so I could get the rasp through um well 
recently I picked up a small sheet metal screw, and uh, it, it didn't quite go all the way through. I'm, I'm assuming that where the end of the tip stopped, that it was you know, just a hair from going completely through the carcass. Okay. Um, so I'm debating whether I should just go ahead and drill it through and plug it or, or just leave it the way it is because it's not leaking now. I wouldn't. I would watch that and see. I think you make it worse sometimes. And in a lot of cases, it's not as close to the you know, to the inner part of the tire, as you think, I, I would I would just leave that alone and see what it does, Jerry. All right. Well, I appreciate your advice. No, I appreciate your phone call very much. Thank you, Jerry. We do appreciate that. Bill in Boulder is next. Bill, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well, John. Yourself? Doing great. Thanks for calling. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, first of all, the song would be um, Elton John's Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Oh, yeah. Good and, song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They use that in the opening scene to uh, an old Kevin Costner movie, Fandango, from like the '80s, and it's just it's perfect. It's a road trip kind of movie too. So uh, yeah, it just it just works really well cool. for that uh, that kind of endeavor. Um, hey, not so much a question, but more of a comment. I wanted to ask you if you. Well, I guess it is a question, but uh, a company called Hylion. It's H Y L I I O N. So like a, a play on words there for a hybrid lithium ion battery pack and what they do is they make these aftermarket um, retrofit battery packs for over the road tractor trailers and basically turn them into a diesel electric hybrid um, and then they're also working on a uh, hydrogen fuel cell um, setup as well that will actually affix to the back of the cab of any already on the road vehicle mm-hmm. and um I'll basically provide the electric motive power through the uh, through the hydrogen fuel cell. So pretty cool. I mean, they have a pretty pretty strong business case. You go to their website and check it out for people um, for the payback period on the on the uh, electric hybrid um, retrofit, and then you just add it right into the uh, final drive of the of the tractor itself. It goes into right. one of the drive axles, I believe. Yeah, I'm um, looking at it right now, line. and 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 I, I've said for years too that I, cool. I feel like this. This and uh, automated driving will most likely come in the form of the over-the-road trucks and, you know, the tractors and trailers first before it even mm-hmm. hits the, the motoring public because it's the most economic, viable, you know, it, it just makes the most sense economically speaking for any of the industries that we have, uh, even for us on a personal basis. So, yeah, it actually, I'm looking at it right now. Um, the one thing Check there that like I will, um... I would love to... See how it goes. As I, as much as I love the hydrogen end of things, I I don't see that one ever taking off. It's interesting they're working on that because I don't see the infrastructure ever changing enough to make that one work. I could be wrong. Yeah, the infrastructure is a huge hurdle on that. Unfortunately, um, I was lucky enough to drive a um, a hydrogen fuel cell a Mercedes out at Vandermeer about five years ago. Oh, cool. It was almost as quick as a Tesla that I drove out there. Um, that was pretty fun to hammer a Tesla down the uh, quarter mile drag strip. It's, it's wicked fast. Oh, they're wicked. Yeah, no, uh, they are really fast. I mean, oh, my little my little Bolt is fast. is wicked fast for the size. I mean, I, yeah, I go around that. Oh, you have a Bolt? Yeah, yeah I have a Bolt, not a Volt, but a Bolt, a B O L T. And uh, yeah. yeah, for the for a little you know little dinky sedan, uh, yeah, it's actually very quick. Oh, and and I, honestly, Bill, out of all the cars I own, still probably one of the funnest cars I have to drive. I'm not exaggerating. 
you know, they talk about the Tesla smile. And, you know, if anybody's ever driven an electric, you know, purely electric vehicle, they'll get it as soon as they stomp it. Oh, it runs. And, yeah, and it runs is the right word. It goes. Let's say that. It goes. And that's, so that's kind, of the, that's kind of the cool argument for this uh, diesel-electric hybrid, too. That, um, they're talking about on their uh, on their website, they talk about being able to haul a load up a, up a grade. And uh, just that instant torque from mm-hmm. the electric motor really does help the diesels quite a bit, especially you know, if you're operating in altitude or something like that. Even though they're turbocharged, it still makes a huge difference. Okay, yeah, and I, I, I see more of, of the advantages you know, coming that way, Bill, as I do even yeah. some of the other things that we're talking about. Well, let's face it, fuel is still cheap. Gas, diesel, all that. I mean, on, on a... On that basis, Absolutely. it's still really cheap. But if we can get a tractor-trailer up and over the mountain faster and more efficiently, and these fleets mm-hmm. can save money in doing it, well, by all means, exactly. they're going to do that. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah, less wear and tear on their vehicles. And, you know, I imagine they might go through tires a little bit more with that increased torque. But, uh, you know, outside of that, um, you know, and that's an interesting thing, too, real quick. I mean, a lot of these uh, just full-size, you know, uh, pickup trucks with with diesel engines and the the foot pounds of torque are through the roof anymore now. Mm-hmm. Are, are tire are tire manufacturers responding to that? Is that causing any type of issue as far as uh, tire construction and the increased torque loads that they're seeing with some of these big trucks now? I don't see any changes along those lines. Maybe I don't know as much about the okay. tire end of it as I should. But I personally just running those trucks and having a a fleet of them and so right. on. I don't see, Bill, uh, other than the different sizes of tires that we now have. I mean, a lot of new trucks are coming with 20s yeah. on them where it used it's to be crazy. 16, yeah. 16 fives. Uh, other right. than that, no, I don't see much tire construction difference at all. Sounds good. And it is cool. a problem, by the hey, John, way. What you're, a... saying, what you're saying is a problem, so it is there. It is. Okay. Yep. Okay, sounds good. All right, Bill, well, thanks. Great, thanks. great comments. Sir. I appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. And all right, who do we have next here? John in Arvada is next. John, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Good. Um, I have a 2018 Toyota Highlander, and every once in a while when I walk out into the garage in the evening after it's been set off for a while, I hear a buzzing sound. And the last time I went out there, I heard the buzzing sound, and I just went and un- took the gas cap off, and it went away. So do you know what's going on? Yeah, that's that's the uh, vapor canister, you know, the evaporative canister system. And it's probably purging just a little bit or trying not to purge. Could be one of the the valves in the system is trying to keep that from happening. You know, gas expands and contracts. Most people don't really realize that. But if you've ever had a, a five-gallon gas can, you set it outside in the sun, go visit it an hour later and see how that has pressurized. And depending upon the can, may even have big bulges in it if it's a pretty cheesy can. And, yeah, gas will expand and contract, and we now have emissions devices and have had now for eons, John, that control that evaporation so that it's not just going into the atmosphere. We're recapturing that now is what we're doing. So that goes through the something so it goes back to being gasoline then instead of... Yeah, instead of just being the vapors, they run that back through, or they they store it. The charcoal canister will actually, because it's charcoal, will actually filter that out, but it doesn't allow it to release into the atmosphere. We try to burn it off as much as we can is what we're trying to do. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're very welcome, John. And most likely, and again, I don't know if that's exactly the case. I can't hear the noise, but that would make the most sense. Greg and Littleton, you are next. Hi, John. Thanks for your show again. Thank you. I got a question. I got a question on uh, emissions. Um, uh, they they hook up to the um, uh, the OBD the onboard diagnostics mm-hmm. instead of putting it on the on the treadmill you know and they tell me 
uh, OBD system is not communicating with test equipment. Okay. Um, they said when this happens, most of the time it's a, a blown fuse. Um, yeah. Uh, this is a 01 Chevy Express van. Okay. Um, the only fuse, all the fuses work, and there's, what, 25 of them here. The only fuse that I do not have in there that I pulled on purpose is the daytime running lights because I just can't stand that. So that fuse is not there, but it hasn't been there for years. That shouldn't make any difference. I don't think so. There's no fuse here that says OBD or nothing. Any ideas? Um, yeah, you, I mean, usually you'll just have a single power port on your OBD2 connector. Um, the fact that they're not reading anything... <sighs> could have a wiring issue, something like that. If you don't have any kind of scan tool yourself, I would start with something really basic, either pick up a generic scan tool for 20, 30 bucks, just to see if... Code reader. A code reader, to see if it communicates, you know, or you could even stop by one of the stores that'll do a code scan for free just to see if it communicates. Right. Um, yeah, unfortunately, with the emissions test these days, yeah, they, they won't even run the test without verifying whether your vehicle's gone through the readiness monitors. Um, and so if they don't communicate, they won't test you. Yes, I <laughs> totally live this yeah. frustration. Um, yeah. So if you don't have communication, if it's not something really basic, then you're definitely going to have to get it to a shop for them to diagnose the issue. One okay. of the aspects, the, the Air Care Colorado is really only looking for engine codes. Um, but you have other systems in your vehicle. So when you have a scan tool hookup, if, you know, if they have ones that can read transmission codes or any other body codes or anything like that, then you have, can have an idea of what systems are communicated, what systems aren't. If nothing's communicated, communicating, you, you know, once again, back to the, the power line that goes to the communication port or certain other things. Each vehicle is a little bit different from the manufacturer, but you're right. going to have to get to a shop and figure out why. Do the diagnostics. Yeah, that port is not live. Right. The OBDT is, is not lit up. Something's right. going on there. Yep. yep. And you can have issues okay. with, you know, bus networks between modules, shutting down communications and all kinds of weird stuff. This is starting to sound like it's over my head. Um, I'm looking at my uh, report from two years ago when I got one, and OBD diagnostics has passed. Everything passes, you know. Yeah. I asked the guy, how come some people go on the treadmill and some don't? I guess it's 2000 and older. Uh, they put on the uh, treadmill, or the dyno, whatever. And I was wondering, would that be an option for me? Is like, can I have a, because uh, I have never, they, I guess, they, is this something new that they're testing your uh, OBD? They keep changing, no, well, they keep changing the laws as far as I'm concerned. It's probably changes yeah. to some level almost yearly. Um, a couple of years ago, they adopted the California um, Air Care Board laws for emissions testing, which has really messed with a lot of people in Colorado. Um, and so they've really started pushing this uh, OBD2 scan testing and They've gone back and forth. Back uh, a couple of years ago, I remember, if the light was on, they'd automatically fail you, even if it wasn't basically an emissions yep. fault. Then yep. some, you know, something changed, and now it's, well, they can't fail you for that, but it has to pass all the readiness monitors before they'll That's test right. it. So it's always in flux, unfortunately, and good luck getting a real answer out of anyone out of yeah, any you, political yeah. situation. Yeah, you won't on that one. But, yeah, but to your point, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You've got to get the thing to pass at this point. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, 
Hey, can I ask you, do you have time for a spark plug question? Sure, go ahead. Uh, the 5.7 uh, Vortac that's in this uh, express van. Correct. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever, and I mean ever, replaced spark plugs. How many miles are on it? 171. Yeah, they need it. Definitely. I'm definitely sure they do. Because I'm starting to feel a hesitation and a little mist here and there. I mean, it's very slight. but You're way I overdue. Not, so, yeah, I, I would put I'm, spark plugs in it. Yes, you're way overdue. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought so. Just yep. wanted your confirmation. Nope. Do them. Do them. All right. Greg, thanks. thanks Happy Thanksgiving. Eric and Steve, you guys hang tight. Kurt Rogers again with us, Affordable Interest Mortgage. We'll talk to Kurt here, too. And, by the way, if you got a question for Kurt when it comes to you know, mortgages. And a lot of you'll say, well, mortgages, you're a car show. How's that all work? Well, a lot of times you guys can use the mortgage to do all sorts of things on the car end of it as well. We'll talk about some of those things as we go through the program today as well. We'll be right back, though. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You never enjoy going to the dealership for maintenance because you always get the runaround. You'd much rather give your business to a local independent shop, but you assume you have to go back to the dealership to maintain your service contract. You bought the vehicle there, so you need to get it maintained there too, right? Wrong! Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will honor almost all service contracts. You pay your deductible just like you would at the dealership, and Extreme Auto Repair does the work. Two-time AAA award-winning shop of the year, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker does their best to make your life easier by offering everything you need to maintain your vehicle for as long as you drive it. Fill out the contact form at klzradio.com extreme to find out whether or not Extreme Auto Repair will honor your dealership service contract. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. 
GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, the question of the day is, what is your favorite road trip music? Charlie Grimes jamming it out for us today. So if you've got a favorite road trip song or music from a particular band that you like, let us know, 303-477-5600. The text line, by the way, which I should be checking more often than not, is 307-200-8222. Jeff Corwin with me from JC's British and 4x4. Appreciate him taking time out of his Saturday. Larry Unger answering phones, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, and, of course, Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage. So before we take a call, Kurt, what, what what are rates doing? Where are they going? What's right. happening in that world? Rates are going to stay. They've been like this now for about the last six months. They're going to stay here probably for an, almost another year. I, really, we don't see them moving. They're going to stay under 3 between 25 and 3%. They'll move a little bit, but not a lot. Okay. They just can't afford to because if, if you slow that one down, the economy comes to a, a quick halt. We're going to talk about the asset manager loan today as well because myself, I have it. Uh, my cohort over Jeff here, Jeff, has, has it. it. So we 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 uh, we like that loan. We'll talk about it and how that works in a moment. Eric in Denver, you're up, sir. What's going on? Hey, uh, hey. Uh, so two things for you. Uh, first off, regarding your music. Yes. Your, uh, you know, in the last six months, my favorite music while on a long drive is silent. Is which is silence? Oh, sigh is silence. Silence. <laughs> you know what? I'm. I. You know what? I'm behind the road, behind the wheel, ten, twelve, fourteen yeah, hours a yeah. day sometimes. No, I hear you. And, I, I'm. I'm on air enough at times, Eric, that sometimes my ride home is nothing. Yeah, That's right. Uh, a couple of days ago, I drove back from Grand Junction, and uh, just before I had left, I was on the phone with my dad, and I hit pause on the uh, on the radio or the mute, yep. and I completely forgot it was muted. Yep, I, you know? I hear you. Been done, been there, done I got, that. Yep, I got makes back. Sense. I got back to Denver. My boss happened to hop in the truck to uh, look at something, and he's and he's used to hearing my iPod playing. And he kind of looked, and I says, "What?" He says, and he looked down at the radio, and because he thought maybe he didn't know, and you know what was going on. It's silence. I said, yep. I enjoy it sometimes. Yep, I hear but, you. So I want to bring up something here that you talked about a minute ago, that caller brought up by this Hylion. Yes. And uh, so here, here's a couple of issues. And, yeah, down the road, probably the the full notion of a diesel hybrid for a Class 8 truck or even the, a full uh, electric will happen. 
But there's a lot of factors that need to be considered. And this is one of the things, and I've, somebody sent me a link about that highly on the other day, too. And they're claiming like a 1,300-mile range at 80,000 pounds. Well, here's my question. Did they consult with Mother Nature regarding that 1,300-mile range? Yeah, well, it won't happen when it's super cold out. Well, no, not even that. What, do you remember the weather last weekend? Windy. Yeah. 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 Um, the state of Wyoming closed I-80 due to 80-mile-an-hour right. crosswinds right. From, for 308 miles. You know, Mother Nature doesn't care about how much time you spent in the wind tunnel testing thing. Right. Um, yep. My semi, it, I, I can get 10 miles per gallon at 65 miles an hour. My semi on a nice, calm, on a nice, calm day. Um, but, going, but last week, coming back to Denver, uh, going into that head, I had a headwind for a good portion of that. I was empty getting four miles per gallon. Right. Yeah, no big difference. And that, that's something that... To your point, they are going to have to to factor in. I mean, just like my little Chevy Bolt, I get into this time of the year. Normally, I'm a 260 to 270 range, and now it drops all the when it's cold out like it is now. And we're not super cold, but I'll drop down to you know 210. So a huge, huge, you know, it's a 40, 30 to 40 percent loss of range just with the temperature swing. So that has to be factored in as well. Well, and the other part is how much is the weight difference? Uh, my my tractor right now with 200 gallons of fuel um, and, uh, and whatnot right. is about 16, I think it's 16,700 pounds right. uh, with tractor only. So swap out, you know, so if you're, you're going to put a, make it a hybrid, so you're going to have to add the batteries to it. Right. So how much in order to get use are you going to add to it? Because any more... A lot of customers are like, how much weight can you take? Right. That's right. How much can you haul for me? That's exactly right. No, great, great, great comments. Garrick, I got to run. We got two calls coming yep. up. Got to take a break as well. Good stuff, though. Let's get Steve in real quick before we talk to Kurt a little more. Steve, welcome. What's up? Hey, my favorite road trip uh, has got to be Denver to Las Vegas in the middle of the night, and you got to play the doors as you drive through Utah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That was my favorite trip with my Corvettes because you okay. could uh, exceed the speed limit a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, talk, we'll my, take that. My, my question is, um, and pertain to your show last week about uh, insurance and coverages and things like that. I'm having a hard time. I uh, retired a couple of years ago, sold all my property, and Colorado DMV will not reissue my driver's license. And Denver's my home. I don't uh, keep property here, though. Have you ever heard of that happening? I, Maybe some RVers or people that run into that? I have. I, Steve, no, I have not. I, I would assume if you've got any kind of a permanent, you know, do you have a permanent address here at all? Do you have you get mail? How does that work? Yeah, I do. I keep, um, I left my permanent address when I sold the place, and I never changed my driver's license. And um, I have a P.O. box. Yeah, you and can't use. I, I do my, know you cannot use a PO box. You have to have a physical address. That I do know. Right. I, I told the gal over at DMV. I said, "Hey, I'm homeless. I come back to Denver and I stay at the residence inn for a month or two, and take off again." And she says, "You can't use that as your DMV address. You need a permanent address." Correct. That I do know is correct. Yes. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny. It's against the law to be homeless. Yeah. The interesting <laughs> part was I was able to vote. <laughs> this year. There we go. Good one. So I could, 
Yeah, I can vote, but I can't through my PO box. But I cannot get unbelievable any, uh, new drivers. Unbelievable. Uh, good story, Steve. Thanks. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, by the way, and uh, appreciate that. All right, before we take our next call, Robert, Kurt, asset manager, which you're talking to two guys here in the room that, well, three guys, because you have it as well. I've had it since 07. So for those of you listening, asset manager, I know I push it a lot, and, and I do it on purpose because I really feel like, especially those of you that are you know, self-employed, and maybe you're not necessarily self-employed because you own your own business, but you're 1099, so you're a contractor of sorts, if you would. Uh, some of you even that are truck drivers might even be that. Uh, depending upon your situation, you may find the asset manager loan works very, very well for you. Explain, Kurt. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, and it comes with a 30-year HELOC, and there's no cost for that. What I mean by that is as you pay the loan down, your payment goes down, your rate goes down right. because your payment's calculated on the average monthly balance. Correct. So when that happens, you still have access back to your original loan amount. That's where the HELOC portion comes in. And you talk about it all the time. When you're self-employed or you're 1099, you're more of an entrepreneur. You kind of think outside the box. You might need to be able to access ten or fifteen or $20,000. And at that time, the banks right now are slow, and they have all these restrictions. Once you get this loan, you never need another loan to be able to access nope. that money. You can access that equity. If you don't you access it, it doesn't cost you anything, but That's it's right. always there to help you right. with whatever happens. Great segue. Perfect. Thank okay. you. Kurt Rogers again, 720-895-0500. Any questions you've got? And, and again, folks, those of you that are self-employed, call Kurt. He's got multiple programs that work for you guys that are self-employed. And I know Jeff can attest this. I can as well. If you're self-employed and you've ever gone to the mortgage process at all, you need somebody <clears throat> like Kurt that understands what it's like to be self-employed because there are actually mortgage companies out there that will uh, not even talk to you if you're self-employed because right. they just don't want to go through that hassle. They're just, they'll just they're, they'll steer you to someplace else that actually does it. So again, if you're self-employed, give Kurt a call, 720-895-0500. Got some lines open, by the way. Give us a call at the Affordable Interest Mortgage Call-In Line, 303-477-5600. Robert, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. 
Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Bob Seeger, Like a Rock, which somehow Chevrolet must have paid him some money for and uh, used as their theme song and after a number of years. So good stuff, Charlie. Thank you very much. By the way, thanks for the recommendation earlier from one of our uh, callers on Bob Seeger. That was George, actually. So thank you for that. And uh, the question of the day is, what is your favorite road trip music? Robert in Colorado Springs, you're next. Yeah, I was, uh, my favorite road, basically the classic rock. Gotta have Hagar, Can't Drive 55. Yep, yep. Um, my question is, I have a 2006 Ford Explorer. It's got 200,000 miles on it, but it intermittently, it'll act like there's no, the battery goes completely dead. Um, everything will shut off. It won't, the alternator won't be charging. The alternator has been replaced. And um, it's just, it's really intermittent. If you let it set, for, if you shut it off, it'll act like the battery went completely dead. You let it set for a little bit, it'll fire right back up and act like nothing happened. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, very, and that's one of those where somebody's going to have to check it when it's not working to determine where's the, you know, where 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 are the electrons not flowing at that point in time is essentially what we need to figure out. You know, does it have a relay that's not engaging? Is it a starter solenoid? You have a bad battery cable? Uh, you know, any number of things along those lines could be causing that. And the problem, Robert, is somebody's going to have to check that when it's not starting. Right, and that's part of the problem. A couple places I've checked it, but a right. couple places I've taken it into it, it won't do it, of course, when you take it in. Right. It yeah, no, that that becomes the issue. How consistent is it in doing this? Uh, it'll do it every day, but it's not consistent. There's no uh, real – I think it does it a little more when it's warmer, but uh, that's just a guess. I've checked the battery cables. I, the only thing I haven't checked is relays. I haven't gone through all the relays. And, and, we'll, and when, when it's doing this, you get no headlights, you get nothing? I mean, is it like everything is shut off or what? Yeah, it, it'll slowly act like it's draining the battery down. It drains the battery down, and it'll go to where you don't have any headlights, where you don't have any gauges. 
you don't have anything. But again, if you if you let it set, if you shut it off, it'll be complete. You can't start the vehicle up; it's completely dead. And then ten minutes later, you can start it right back up, and it acts like nothing was wrong ever. The battery will have full charge. Weird. Very yeah, weird. very weird. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and again, that that is one you're going to have to have it in that mode so somebody can look at it to determine what's happening. Unfortunately, any kind of have you had any code scanned or anything like that? I'm I'm wondering if that year has any uh, computer controlled charging system controls and whether it actually records anything. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I've checked that. It doesn't kick a code, so I'm other than low voltage, it'll kick a low voltage code. Right. Of course. I, I don't know, Robert. I, that's that's a tough one. Until it actually does it and somebody can check it at that time, it's a crapshoot. Okay. Literally, no, I, just, I, I, I don't have any. I don't have any. You know, go do this and it'll fix it. Ideas on that <laughs> one for you because I, I I just don't know without it doing it. Right. Right. Okay. I just it's been driving me crazy. No, so I, I appreciate the phone call, and I, I wish I could help more on that. But those are the kind of situations where I got to bring it in you, yeah because you're just going to be throwing stuff i mean it's it's sort of like you know kurt's here from affordable interest mortgage it's like asking him can i get approved for a loan well i don't know right. i need yeah. a lot more information yeah. to <laughs> determine whether or not i can or can't am i saying that right that's exactly right well my credit score is this can i get approved well i don't know right it's more than score. It's money. It, there's there's new, lots of things that have to go into play. A lot of play. things come into play. And, folks, as I said earlier, you know, Kurt is a guy that understands the self-employed uh, end of it. And for a lot of you listening, I know you are self-employed. Or some of you are older. You're retired. And, by the way, just as a side note, not to take anything away from some of the folks out there that do reverse mortgages and things along those lines, but for a lot of you that are getting older, the asset manager loan, even as you're getting older, so my my recommendation to a lot of folks out there, as you start to get older, you look at retirement, would be to have a asset manager loan, not a reverse mortgage. That's my feeling on how to do that, as long as you can qualify at that point in your life. I actually have several people have turned their asset manager into it because the advantage of the asset manager over the reverse, the biggest one is you can get a higher loan to value. Correct. You know, you're normally at 50, 55%. With the asset manager, you can get 80%. Right. And once you get it, it's good for 30 years. So you've got it. You've got access so to all that equity. Take money when you need it. Don't take right. it if you don't need it. So, yeah, it really works well for that. Yeah, so those of you listening, again, if you're getting to that age or you're self-employed, give Kurt a call, 720-895-0500 is his phone number. He's done, oh, gosh, I cannot can't tell you, everybody out there listening, including Jeff sitting next to me that has worked with Kurt. And uh, let's just say this. Kurt understands how this stuff works. If you got a question on a mortgage, give Kurt a call. He'd be happy to help you. Jeff in Steamboat Springs, what's going on, sir? Hey, how are you guys? Today? We're doing well. Thanks for calling, Jeff. Oh, you're welcome. I just wanted to, I don't have a question today. I still got my old truck that uh, nobody can figure out. I got to get it down to Raleigh Purifoy. But um, I just wanted to mention that uh, Marshall Tucker Band and oh. Roxy Music. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. What's the weather like up there right now? You got any snow on the ground, oh. Jeff? No, not much. There's some on the north facing sides of our hills, but. Uh, <laughs> We need some snow for skiing. They delayed the ski start until December 1st, and no matter what the governor says, we're still going to have Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good for you. Jeff, thanks. Yeah. Really appreciate you it. Got. Thankful for all that you do and listening and calling in and a faithful listener, by the way, online, which just a side note for all of you listening, you don't have to listen on the radio. You can listen through the KLZ radio app. You can go right to the website itself. However you want to do it, you can listen in. And uh, join us each and every week, no matter where you're at. we got folks that listen from all over the country, Montana, 
uh, up in the Minnesota area. You just heard Steamboat Springs, which, no, our normal signal does not go to Steamboat Springs. A little valley over there is tough for us to get through the old Continental Divide and make it all the way over there, but you can still listen that way, so we do appreciate it. All right, any other tips on the mortgage end of things, Kurt? Um, don't buy things before you get ready to do a mortgage? It, yeah, don't quit your job because I've had two people do that in the last two weeks. Okay, ready, so don't quit your to, job. Don't buy a car, closer, right? they quit their job. It, you know, those pretty basic things. Um, think well, you it, would think. You, you would think, but, some, you know, they get mad at the boss, say, okay, I can't handle anymore. I quit. Well, well, then your mortgage uh, approval just went out well, the window. Yeah, I'm going to get a job. Well, once you do and you get paid, then we can start the process again. It's it's just every industry has it, and it just sure. works. Sure, um, if, if you're If you're looking at the, your, your mortgage, understand now you have more equity than you've ever had in your life. Property values are up. Rates are low. If, if, if you think about it, now is the time to prepare yes. yourself yes. for what might come down the road. Mm-hmm. Grab an opportunity to have a line of credit. Get something to where... Your mortgage safe. So when times get tough, you can reach over there. If you're unemployed, you've got money you can tap. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people think through that. And, and again, folks, we're not saying, and I know there's a lot of you out there that have, uh, you know, really staunch uh, views on debt and so on. And, and I get that, by the way. I, I fully yep. understand that. And I'm not saying go into debt to go into debt. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if you can somehow, at the end of the day, have some cushion, which right now having rates at literally one of the lowest rates we've ever had since mortgages began, ever, literally. Ever. So if you can do that thing, have that cushion, not spend a lot of money to make that happen, even if you decide in a year, oh, okay, didn't need the cushion, I'm good to go, great. Cost you nothing. Thank you. You just need to have thirty, forty thousand $40,000 available to tap, and you have the equity, it's not going to hurt anything, and I can show you how to do it. It's not a loan I do. I can show you how to do it so you're protected. If something comes up, a speed bump of life comes up, you can get past it without taking 401K, without school money, without anything else. A lot lot of you listening, too, when it comes back to the asset manager loan that Jeff and I both have. Let's say you have a situation where you want to buy a new vehicle. You want to do something a little different along those lines. The asset manager gives you the ability to go buy a car, any car, anywhere, anytime you want by just writing a check for that car. You can then take your car. If you want to trade it, great. If you want to sell it yourself, great. I mean, you can't sell before you buy because typically you need that transportation, those four wheels to go from A to B. This loan gives you the ability or if you want to sell your car on your own, and maybe you're not going to spend a lot of money difference. Doesn't matter. Go write a check for that new car. Go sell the old car. Whatever that difference is, is what you now have on your asset manager. The balance just goes up by five, ten grand, whatever that number happens to be. Pay that off as you can. Off you go. Done deal. It's still better than going out and getting a loan for that car. Uh, used car prices are uh, almost everything is bringing well over book. It's, so, they're yeah. at an all-time high right now. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, again, that's, that's one of the ways, again, you can use the asset manager loan with Kurt to do some things. What the asset manager does, and, and Kurt knows this, Jeff knows this as well, I guess the best thing I could say is flexibility. Mm-hmm. You now have flexibility to do things with that mortgage that you couldn't do prior because typically, once you have a loan, it's set. You make your payment every month. The balance goes down a little bit. Not a lot at the beginning because it's mostly interest. And it's just what it is. You make your payment, done deal. Yeah, you've got all this equity sitting there, but you can't you tap can't it unless you refinance it, it or right. go get a HELOC. The asset manager loan gives you flexibility whereby you've got this big line of credit and the cushion on it from what your balance is versus what the total is that you can use at any point in time with a check. A, a debit card, a wire transfer, yeah. whatever you want to do, it's there. It's your money. It's fully usable. No questions asked. That's exactly right. That's how it works, folks. And I know because I have it 
and it works. Kurt, as always, it's a joy having you, sir. Thanks. Thanks for all your support, by the way. Nice to see you again, Jeff. Good seeing you, Kurt. Have a great Thanksgiving, both Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. So we appreciate it. All right, we'll be right back. Jeff and I got two more hours here. We're not going anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, Jeff Corman, JC's British and 4x4. But, yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll be right back. Hour two is next. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.